Greetings and welcome to Astronomy 104 at Hack. What I'm going to do in this video is we're just going to walk through the syllabus just to give you a basic idea and what I what I do in a face-to-face -face class would be talk through the syllabus the first day and this is just a chance for me to explain the properties and everything that's going on all the information that's there. So we'll start off with it and if we look up at the top here we have the basic information, this is for the Astronomy 104 Stellar Astronomy class at Harrisburg Area Community College. And the CRN number, it's a virtual campus class. My name here, Robert Wagner, I'm the instructor for the class. And I give you my office number, office phone. I don't recommend using the office phone, especially during the summer because I'm not there near as often. I much prefer if you contact me by email at my hack email address or through the course is even better. So I give it to you there for information. You can also use my cell phone if you need to get a hold of me and leave me a message there. Our textbook is Astronomy A Beginner's Guide to the Universe by Chasen and Macmillan and that is the sixth edition is the one that we're using. And then there is the workbook is the Sky workbook or the Sky X workbook. If you're using a Macintosh computer, you will need the Sky X. So you will if you're using a Macintosh, you're going to need the Sky X workbook. The Sky will not run on a Macintosh. So no use getting that. You'll need to go with the Sky X. There are a few differences and there are some modifications that we have to make if you're doing that, but it was certainly something we've done before. Now, just as a reminder, first, the very first thing I wanted to put on here is the summer class information. So, as we look here, we see that we're, the summer class is exactly the same as a fall or spring class. We have the same amount of material, same number of assignments. We just have less time to do it, which means it goes much quicker. Whether you take when you take it, for example, this is a 12-week course it's a little faster or if it's an eight-week course it's even even zips through even faster you're doing things twice the rate as you would normally do so you've got to keep up on the due dates it's your responsibility to keep up on everything and then I give you the course description here that's just the course catalog description you've seen that and our learning outcomes are what we intend for you to be able to do by the end of the class now, office hours, I have office hours scheduled by appointment only in the summer. I will be in and out. I will be around at times. I will not be around. If you definitely, if you need to see me face to face, feel free to call me or email me and I will be happy to make arrangements with you at a time that is convenient. Um, but the best way is to contact me by email, either through the course. I will be in the course. I am normally in the logged into the course every, at least once a day if not twice sometimes I'm in there a lot more depends on exactly what's going on but I strongly prefer that and it's for my for your protection as well in that if I tell you something through email then there's no doubt about it later on you know if I tell you something on the phone it can get lost or confused or I may not remember what I said. If you send me an email where it said, yes, you said I could do it, do it this way, then we have that, you have that proof to protect yourself when it, if there comes to be a problem later on. Finally, you can always use the chat function of the, 
of the class. So if you see me on and you want to request a chat, I'll be more than happy to. If I'm listed there as available, that means I'll be happy to accept a chat if you, if you want. Now, our assignments, what we'll be doing for the course. We will have exams. There are 200 points for the exams, two exams worth 100 points each. So two exams, 100 points each. They are a variety of questions, multiple choice, true, false, fill in the blank, matching. Short essay for me means a few sentences. I'm not looking for paragraphs or anything. I'm looking for a couple that usually you can answer mine in a sentence or two. You don't need too many details. Uh, depending on the timing, I've done between 90 minutes and two hours. I tell you the shortest one right now. That way I, we can always go up if we decide that there needs to be more time available. You do have access to your textbooks and notes during the exams, so the exams are designed with that in mind. They're not just always things you can look up. They do involve some thought. Uh, final exam is the same. Final exam is comprehensive, although it does concentrate on material from the third part of the course. So there will be more of an emphasis on the third part of the course and less on the first two, but it will include questions from the entire exam from the entire course. Now next page as we go through the syllabus we will have labs and activities. There will be 15 total worth a hundred and worth 150 points altogether 10 points apiece. So we will have that that's 150 points worth of your class. You have to make sure you do all of these sections you're not going to be able to get by in the course. That will cut you a letter grade if you decide not to do any labs. Um, I have what I call both labs and activities, and that's they're the same. They're they both go under the same grade, but what I do is labs means we're using the Sky program, and activities are more pen and paper type thing. If I could spell properly here, we'll squeeze it in there. It's fun trying to write and talk about the same time. Okay, discussion boards. There are 16 lessons and there are 16 discussion boards. There is one graded discussion board each week. In a, actually, there's two discussion boards each week. One is your photo of the day, which I abbreviate as APOD for the Astronomy Photo of the Day. And that's a NASA website that you look at each Monday. That is not graded. I do not grade those directly. I do sometimes talk about the photos of the day on exams. I may put a question about some of them on the exams or the quizzes, but I do not grade them directly. And then there is always another a week a graded discussion. So the other discussion is the graded one. And that's what we're grading here. 10 points apiece, total of 160 points. That ends up being about, what is it, about 13, 14% of your grade. So it's a, big, it's a big chunk. Now, each graded discussion, you have to make your original post. Whatever questions I'm asking, or I have your original post is always due 
by Friday. So you have until midnight Friday to make your posting. You then have two additional days to make sure you've read everybody else's posting and post any follow-ups. So everything, the total is due on Sunday. So your follow-ups are due Sunday. Along with everything else, and my cutoff for everything is 11.30 p.m. on Sunday. Everything will cut off at that point. That'll be the discussion board will close. Any assignments will be due. They'll be cut off at that point. Now, I wanted to emphasize on this that you are to make your own posting. You are expected to make at least three re responses to other classmates. So you're supposed to you're re required to respond to three classmates. And you are expected to read all of the postings. So I will look at each of those three things when I'm grading. Each discussion is worth 10 points. Four points is your input. So your posting. Three points is your response. And three points is for reading. That means you can't just go in and make your posting and then read three people's posts and respond to those three and you're done. I expect you to be involved and to be attentive to the discussions. And that means making sure you've read all the postings. I require for full credit 75% to be read. So I say all of them. I really want you to read all of them because that's what we would do in a normal class. You would normally be paying attention to anybody as we're going through the discussion. But I limit it to 75% just to give you the leeway that you don't have to be there reading those discussions at 11.30 every Sunday night for those who wait till the last minute. 75% is usually sufficient. Okay, so that's discussions. A lot, a lot of questions on those usually, so I wanted to emphasize. Now, homework is worth 120 points. And there will be eight homework assignments about every other lesson. And they're worth 15 points each. These I grade on effort, primarily. So you will get credit for having made the attempt. And that's a reasonable attempt. I have to see that you've tried on the questions. And if you have tried and attempted the questions, I usually give you, you will get two-thirds of the credit very easily. So again, it's, it's, effort, it's the effort part that I'm looking for on the homework. But those questions may come back up on the exams, in which case they will not be quite so easily graded. Now, next we have... Okay, so next will be the article reviews. Now, I am going to have... This is, there's three article reviews during the semester. Each of them is worth 40 points for a total of 120. Again, another 10% of your grade. So you can't just do the exams and get by. You have to do all these different parts. So article reviews, 40 points each, and I'll give you a detailed summary of these later on. But you're going to pick a magazine article to review, and you're writing a two-page summary. Not a detailed 50-page term paper. It's just a very short summary and analysis. I do limit your topics to astronomy. 
specifically, but you don't have to talk about what it, we're exactly we're covering in the course. We primarily talk about the stars. If you find something about the planets that you want to read about, that's certainly fine. And there's going to be four of those, and the information for that will be included in the week first week first lesson. And then there will be ten quizzes, twelve points each, another hundred and twenty points, another ten percent of your grade is the quizzes. Eight quizzes scheduled during the exam, and you will see those on the sheet coming up. They're specifically quizzed. Quiz, I usually give you about 15 minutes to do them, and same formats of the exam. Also, there are two pop quizzes. So there are two, two points during the term. A quiz will pop up. It'll be available for 48 hours. So if I started at 9 a.m. on a Thursday, it'll be gone at 9.01 on Saturday. You'll have 48 hours to complete it. If you don't miss if you miss it, there's nothing you can do to make it up. That's the end. It's a pop quiz is a pop quiz. But I do give you 48 hours. So as long as you are logging into the course on a regular basis, you should have a pretty good chance of getting them. Finally, the last assignment is the Observer's Journal. What we are going to be making, and I say sun, moon, planets, and constellations, there's a lot we can do, but what I'm primarily doing for this class is we're going to look at the sun. So we're actually going to make some measurements of the sun. And again, detailed instructions are forthcoming. I just want you to know right now what's, what's there. And you will see this also in the very first lesson. To submit assignments, all the assignments need to be submitted through WebCT. So they all have to be submitted through WebCT. Not to my email address, not sent in except for very specific assignments where I will give you those instructions. I need to get them through WebCT so everything is organized. There's an, I have enough different classes that to keep everything together I need them all coming through the assignment section. So again, submit them all through WebCT, not through not through email. Don't email them to me. Don't mail them to me unless I specifically request that, which I do for a couple labs, but it's specifically in the lab when you need to do that. Now I do, when I do the assignments, you need not wait to the last minute because you never know when a power outage will occur. And if the power, your power happens to go out at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night and doesn't come back till early Monday morning, you're going to miss assignments if you waited to the last second, and there's nothing we can do to make those up. That's you. You have the whole week to do them. If you wait to the last second, I'm sorry, but I can't give you credit for those assignments. So you'd want to turn them in as early as possible. And to help you with that, what I have done is I have set up the assignments so that you can take them all back up until the deadline. So if you finish the assignment on Wednesday of the week, submit it. If you find out some information on Thursday or Friday that makes you question what you did, I don't grade any assignment until the deadline is passed. So you can pull that assignment back, edit it, and resubmit it. So you always have that option up until the deadline. Now, grading policy here. We have, I've broken down everything. There's 1,200 points available in the semester. So you can earn up to 1,200 points. 
The two exams are 200 points. The final exam is 200 points. Labs are 150. Discussions are 160. Homework's 120. Article reviews 120. Quiz is 120. And the Observer's Journal is 130. So it's split up among a number of different things. And what I do is we do a standard 90, 80, 70, 60 type scale where you need between 1,080 and 1,200 points would give you an A. 960 to 1079.9 would be a B. And then a C, D, and fail, failing would be less than, 900, less than 720 points. Rounding grades. I do not round grades. I start them and whatever you get. So a 79.99 is a C. And that is exactly how I've defined them on here. Now I do make, I will look at the very closest grades, but only under very specific circumstances. First of all, you have to be within a half a percent. So if you have a 79.5% or more, I'll look at that for rounding up. I will consider it. If you have a 79.49, no. I, that's the end. Your grade is a C. Or if it's an 89.49, it's a B. That is my limit is within half a percent. But not only when I decide whether to round it up or not, I'm looking at two things as I list here. One, assignment completion. If you have a 79.99 and you didn't do three or four assignments, then I'm going to give you the C because you had the opportunity. You would, If you'd done one of those assignments, you would have had a B and there would have been no discussion over it. So if you did not complete all of the assignments, then I likely will not round you up. And the other one I do look at that is your participation in, for example, the non-graded discussions. So did you do the photos of the day? Did you post anything on our website, on our discussion board for new discoveries? Did you participate in some of the other things that were not specifically graded? Those two things I will look at in those borderline cases. And if you did both of those a little bit, if you did all the assignments and you posted a few times on those other ones, then you'll probably get rounded up. If you never posted in any of those in the photos of the day, if you ignored them all, and you didn't post anything in the others, and you missed assignments, you're probably going to get the grade that your percentage comes out to. Okay, so that's grading. Attendance policy. We don't have specific class times you have to attend. You are expected to log into the course several times a week. I recommend checking in at least every other day just to keep up if, as I have to change things, if I post announcements. It's good if you at least log in every other day. You don't need to be in every day, but every other day. And that way, if you're looking for those pop quizzes, if you do log in every other day, you probably won't miss one. And that's something how I look that. The other way that I can measure attendance is through participation in the discussion boards. And again, it's not graded directly, but if you're not logging in on a regular basis, as I've seen in previous classes, you're most likely not going to do well. Now, a lack of participation 
will result in you being dropped from the course, which can include a couple of things. It could be simply not logging into the course. If you stop logging into the course and I notice that you haven't logged into the course for a week, then I will block you from the course. So if I see you not log into the course at all for a week, I will block you. And I will send you emails, and if I do not get responses from you satisfactory, then I will process a drop and drop you out of the course for non-participation. The other thing that can, can is not completing assignments. So if you complete no assignments or very few assignments, if you're not you're not participating in the class so you could log in every single day and never do anything if you never submit a discussion board if you never do a lab if you never do a homework if you never take a quiz then I am also going to drop you for non-participation because you're not part of the class so simply logging in doesn't guarantee you keeping staying in the class if I find you as not participating again I will email you first and and let you know what the situation is but we are you need you need everybody needs to be active in the class and participating and doing the assignments that doesn't mean if you miss one assignment that I'm going to drop you from the course I'm looking for a pattern if we've had 10 assignments and you've done eight or nine of them I'm going to be disappointed that you didn't do all the assignments, but I'm not quite so worried about it as I am when we've done 10 assignments and you've submitted two. That's the person I'm going to be looking at for dropping because they're not participating in the class. Makeup work. Next, work that is not turned in by the deadline will not receive full credit. Now, what I do do is I give you a break. I have 11, everything is due Sunday at 11.30 p.m. That's consistent from week to week so you can get used to the deadlines. You know exactly when they're going to be. You have until Tuesday at 11.30 p.m. Is, is the late deadline. After that time the submission closes altogether and you can no longer submit the assignment. If you submit it after Sunday but before the late deadline you lose 25 percent so if it was a 10 point assignment you're gonna lose two and a half points right away and I will still grade it so if you got a 8 out of 10 and then I'm gonna subtract two and a half more points you're gonna be down to a five and a half out of 10 so it's good if something came up and you just couldn't get the submission in you don't lose all the credit you only lose a quarter of it so it's still worth turning it in but it is going to hurt you if you do that on a regular basis. W grades. The first part here is the is the college definition as to what it signs for a W grade. But let me go to my section below and explain what I mean with the W grade. So I said this is college policy. What I do is that I pretty much if you request up to the midpoint of the course if you request to drop I will most likely give you the W grade as long as you've been completing the assignments. Now, if you just come in and you've if you come in and you've done two, three assignments, you've missed half the assignments and you asked to drop, then it is my call as to whether to give you a W or an F. And especially after the midpoint of the class, if you just stop turning in assignments, don't come back the last day and expect a W. 
I may have already dropped you with an F, or I may just refuse to give you a W and just give you the F because you did not participate in the class. The W is for somebody who participated, tried, and just wasn't being successful in the class. It just The class just didn't work out with them, and we can certainly in those cases where you've tried give you a W. But you must have been completing assignments. You can't just stop doing assignments for a month and expect to get a W grade. That won't work. Okay, next we're going to look at a rough schedule of what we'll be covering this summer. So starting in May, we will have, we will just cover the chapters in order. I have the lessons, so these are the chapters essentially of the textbook that you'll be using. So the chapters are listed here. So it starts with chapter zero and going through, and I haven't updated the chapters. It only goes through chapter 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, like chapter 18. Sorry about that. I will fix that on the syllabus before you actually get the syllabus. But I've got the dates for the quizzes. So when your quizzes will be there, when your exams will be. First exam here, June 20th. Second exam, July 11th. And then the final exam is the week of August the 15th. And then when your homeworks are going to be due. So when the homeworks will show up on which lessons. So all of your information is there and it will also show up on the calendars as you go through. And then most of the rest of the syllabus is the refund schedule, uh, general information about attendance policies, and that's this is all college required. So what is an excused absence? What is an unexcused absence? That doesn't normally count for online classes as much because you know, of the nature of the class, but I have I do include all of that here and it explains academic dishonesty policy. So for example, some things that can be is using someone else's work words and using it as your own. So if you take a homework and copy things word from word from the text or from some other source, uh, without any kind of citation or notation as to where you got the information and I find it, that is grounds to immediately give you a zero on that assignment. Same thing on a test. If there's an essay test and you take things word for word from some other source, that is a zero on the entire test. Not just, not necessarily just that question. I can zero out the entire test on that. So you do have to be very careful with that. Do your own work. Don't use somebody else's work. As you can see, there are the penalties can be quite high. Again, lowering of a grade or failure for a particular assignment, lowering a grade for the whole course, failure of the course, and then disciplinary procedures that go on. And then finally we have the the EEOC policies and standard syllabus stuff that we have to put in the Human Relations Act and then Office of Disability Services. If you have a disability or think that you might, you do need to go through the Office of Disability Services and they will get with me onto any specific uh, modifications to the class that you are allowed. So if we have to modify exam times or type of the exams or how we do an exam or an assignment, it has to go through the disability office. It cannot go just directly through me. It has to come through them. 
And then finally the contacts down there for both Harrisburg and the virtual campus are present. So a long syllabus. Thank you for bearing with me on it. I just want to go through here what I would go through in a face-to-face -face class. So hopefully that's helped. Have a great day, everybody, and we'll see you in class.